I think so. Oh. <laughs> it's been one of those weeks, man. We're getting into springtime. Allergies are flaring. People are commenting on our Facebook posts, wanting me to pull the rest of my hair out, and I have none. Do we have more comments? No, but I think we're going to do our podcast today on what it means to be a Christian. Oh, yeah, dude. That was a never-ending battle. and Such a weird hill to die on. You know, I uh, brought that. I didn't bring that situation up in FCA today, but uh, one of the kids brought in a devotional and wanted to share, and it was about you know, bad thoughts of people going through your head and bad words and using foul, you know, all that kind of stuff. Proverbs. All in your brain. Yeah. And you know, like I, I brought up like in, in James and then some of the other, I might not have that correct, but where it says, you know, you know, bad words coming out of your mouth only comes out of mouth of a, of a fool and things mm-hmm. like that. And, and so they were talking a lot about, you know, do you ever see somebody and you might not say something out loud, but in your head, it's just a gutter. Oh, yeah. Saying bad things about people. Oh, yeah, dude. And so a lot of the kids were like, oh, yeah, yeah. And so I said the biggest thing that I have that, I, that I've been saying a lot lately, and especially with our engagements on social media and things like that, is uh, we're going to have to agree to disagree. Yeah. You know, I think that's, I've never used that so much in my life because I, I used to be such a follower. Yeah. So I would just agree with whoever I thought was smarter than me. And, you know, even, so I was telling these kids, you know, when you're getting in their friend circles and stuff like that, and guys are doing things that you clearly know are wrong and not pleasing to Christ, you don't have to just be a jerk to them. Yeah. But when they ask you, why aren't you, you know, well, why don't you party? And Hey man, I'm just going to have to agree to disagree on this one. Like I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Or I'm not going to say that. Yeah. I don't think that's right to say that about that person or whatever, but, but yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. I, I mean, got we, the whole story we got, behind that. I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever get, I'm guessing they're not talking bad about a girl or something. When that, that instance you're talking about. Oh no. Yeah. He was just, he was just going over Proverbs and saying like what it, what it says about not having ill thoughts. It seems impossible, dude. Well, yeah. Well, that's obviously why we have a savior. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. You know, and the thing is it your thoughts and your well, and it's also it goes back to come from immediately heart. because I think we're two in the same, and it's just a, I think it's a male thing too. When somebody comes at us with harsh words or what they call their Criticism. theology, or yeah. immediately in our heads we just want to destroy everything, and you know, say you know, hit them with some really cool words and you know, immediately win that battle. Yeah. But I, in each of the instances that we've had, I think Christ has humbled us both and said, yeah, I turn it off. You're done now. And we, and we never, and we're not, a, we're not going to engage in that kind of nonsense on our social media. Yeah, We're not going to war through comments. We've said it over and over again. 
We're not theologians. Mm-hmm. We're not biblical scholars. Mm-hmm. We're two guys just figuring it out. And when we, when people come and they have their theology or their understanding of the Bible, their agenda. Yeah. It's like, Hey, okay, listen, I'll look into it, but, and, it, and there's some things where I, I get into scripture and I get into the Bible and I try to say, well, this is why I think this way because scripture says this and nope, nope. Like that, the instance we're talking about is they, they were saying that we were following an agenda of Christianity and we're like, well, no, we want to have a relationship yeah, with a Christ. And, and they were like, well, that's a title that they gave as a derogatory thing saying you're not jewish so no emmanuel right and they were just it means christ in hebrew i know but they they weren't getting that they were like no that's just christians is what they called people who weren't christ jewish and they weren't of this so they gave them this they were vagabonds or whatever and i'm like it's a "Hmm?" title of endearment in my opinion because christ to be called the christ right that means you are the savior right but he didn't want to include Christ to Christian, even though that's exactly where it came it's from. Derived from that. That's the first four le- or five letters in Christian. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Ian. And then you add, well, I followers wanna, I of wanna, Christ. I want to follow that guy, so I'm, I'm a Christian. Yeah, so you're a follower of Christ. When I was growing up, I, I thought that Christians were a certain religion. I thought that was what different. So I thought well, Catholics it, were Catholics, Baptists were Baptists, oh, you thought of Mormons were Mormons, denominations, every, yeah. all the deno- and then, then you had Christians. But it's the higher but because it's it's Christian with in the grand Buddhism, scheme of things we're all Christians. Buddhism and but even well, I don't think Buddhists are Christians. Yeah, but but that's what where the level. But the when Christ Christians at. right when you're when you're when when you're a Christian that means that Christ somehow is the center Christ is in of you. what you're doing. Yeah. So Catholics consider themselves Christians. Baptists consider themselves Christians. Christians is just the title. We're not Jewish. So Juda- Judaism and stuff like that, they don't they're not they don't call themselves Christians. Yeah, they don't even like the name uh, Christ. No. no, no, no. They don't they don't follow that agenda. But I thought that was crazy when Rick told us about uh John MacArthur visiting Jerusalem. Yeah. And he's like, hey what He's talking to one of the Sadducees or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, what do you know? What do you think of that uh, that Jesus character? <laughs> yeah. Don't you ever say that name mm-hmm. to me. I'm like, dang, dude. I don't want to be that guy in the judgment seat. That's they all get that. that, that is you know, God's chosen people. Those are God's chosen people. That is crazy to me. You would God. get so mad that you're going to bang a desk and threaten someone almost and be like, don't it's you ever. It's God's chosen people. He pulled the wool over their eyes, man. But so, you know, I, I did a lot of reflecting on that, you know, because those things make me think a lot. And, you know, in scripture. What, the guy, the, the comments? Yeah. Hmm. Because it. I did too, and I did some he Google searching. To, well, and he seemed to be a brother in Christ, that he was a follower of Christ. I mean, he, yeah, his I hashtags agree. had. Christ in it and, and he Jesus Marines or whatever right and he had all that stuff which is kind of kind of funny because he's upset about the title of Christian 
yet he's using a title or <laughs> a name that he labels himself with. Yeah, you know, and it's, I hope it's just I don't. And I have no offense, silly. brother. We love you. I'm not making fun of you. I'm just saying, like, it's you're mad about a title because you think that it it ties you into religion, and it doesn't. In my opinion, it ties you into to Christ, right? Because yeah. I've never thought that like, until recently. I'm learning about all the different freaking, excuse me. Um, it's all right. We cuss on street smart Christians, so all the, I'll beep that out. Beep, please. <laughs> no, because then they're going to see your mouth go, and they're going to be like, oh, that's what they're about. Okay, well, we're not going back all to the different, group. All the different denominations. Yeah. Like, I never really truly understood them until, and, and I tell you, I got a response. Oh yeah! Oh man! I, I gave never, you like a thirty, I didn't three hundred page packet. I know I didn't. I didn't, spend, I didn't think it. it was gonna print that much either. And no, but I got a response from that person. Okay. To what I said. Didn't you? Did you tell me about the response? No. Oh. She. So I said that, and then I what I was gonna send. I added a little bit more, and I sent it. Okay. I got a response. Oh, uh, did she school you or what? I don't know. I haven't read it yet. I kind of wanted to say. Oh, you know, we have a street smart Christian exclusive. A new uh, segment. Across the screen, it's hey, going to say breaking hey, news. Is it okay <laughs> if we do a segment by Mamitas? <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the, the, you okay uh, with the dude that does interviews okay the sports do, guys. Okay if we do a new segment? Probably not by Mamitas because that's. <laughs> of margaritas is that what that is yeah, it's alcohol <laughs> can, can we do a new segment presented to you by melanie mcknight photography yeah i don't know Boom, can you put her picture up yeah i could put her picture up but then you're gonna blast this person she's like no. i don't want to be this is okay this is a new i'm just i i saved it for this okay <laughs> oh boy and so you haven't even read it yet. No. See, oh my! I'm scared. Is, yeah, we will edit this out if it's not good. Timestamp. Okay. Okay. God still works incredible wonders in our lives. Okay. And all these things I've practiced for a few years now, I have seen a lot of amazing things. Yeah. Now. Little backstory here. Pentecostalism. Exa- yeah, examples of what this this young woman has seen. Um, oh, oh boy. No, nah, I don't know. We're saying it's called uh, ministry classes. You know, i.e., prayer languages, faith healing, speaking in tongues. Yep, faith healings. Leg growing. You're healed. Uh, prophetic words. That's a, too big of a word for me. Prophetic. Huh. You know, and I'm under the understanding or impression from the Bible, because in First Corinthians thirteen one through thirteen, it says in there clearly, the need for tongues will pass away. Yeah. That was speaking another language. That wasn't uttering nonsense. nonsense. <clears throat> Nobody can translate what you're saying. 
No, and that was speaking in tongues was a gift given to the disciples when they were going out preaching the gospel yeah. and going to villages and towns where they didn't speak English Hebrew or, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I mean, whatever. they weren't speaking yeah. English, okay? Yeah. So don't butcher me there. Oh, they were from the Middle East. Okay, whatever <clears throat> Hebrew or whatever they were speaking, they weren't speaking Chinese, so God give them the gift to speak Chinese. And I, Don't attack me saying, they didn't go to China in the Bible. They went to different places. I don't know that. So Didn't Paul go to Asia? He probably did, but God gave them the gift to be able to speak clearly in that language. Through the Holy Spirit. They weren't going to a village going, <laughs> and people were like, yep, got it. They weren't. Uh, that's what they did. And so that was the gift of tongues giving to the apostles that mm -hmm. died with John. Yeah, after the when the last, last apostle the died, so did the gift of speaking in tongues. And if you want to learn to speak in tongues, then get Babel. Brought to you by Babel. Learn a new language in up to two weeks. Oh, is that an actual thing? Yeah, that's uh, you ruined the it. Tower of Babel. No, I don't know if that's where it came from, but it's it's like the Rosetta Stone. Okay. It's a class you take, and you can learn to speak Spanish. I use Duolingo. Okay. Well, you can. That's fine. So if you want the gift to speak in a different <laughs> tongue, then take a class and learn how to speak somebody's different language. And, but it's not yeah. going to come to you by flopping around on the ground like a fish out of water, just uttering absolute nonsense. Yeah. Because that's not biblically accurate. It's not. So I love you guys, but we're going to have to agree to disagree because, and, and I have no, go ahead. And I have no doubt in my mind. I know for a fact that yes, God can still work miracles today. Yeah. It happens all the time, but God can do that. He's not your it. pastor, not your worship leader. He's not, done it for us, man. Yeah. I mean, I've phone I've, dinging. My example of that faith healing would be you're in a car wreck. You're told you're going to, it's going to take you at least six months to heal, mm -hmm. but you fervently pray. You have so many people behind you praying and the Lord heals you. In and three, if he wants three to, months. he doesn't have to, if he don't want to, yeah. but not a church experience is going to heal you of, of cancer or your bad back or your knee. Sure, I have no doubt in my mind that you're feeling something at that service. It's called an adrenaline rush. It's called all, all eyes on you. Yeah. You're going to feel something. And for a moment, you're probably going to feel better. But if you guys are healing people, then why aren't you in the children's hospitals? Yeah, those kids with cancer. Yeah. God can heal them, and he does. He does. He does do that. But Pentecostals don't do that. They can't do that. God didn't give just the Pentecostal church the ability to heal people by putting hands on them. And you're not going to convince me that these Benny Hens of the world and um, Todd White, all those guys Is that, that are, his name? If, if Benny Hinn slapped me in the forehead, I would <laughs> knock his teeth down his throat and be like, guess the Holy Spirit wasn't in you. Or you, apparently. It's so <laughs> ridiculous. But it's the fastest growing religion yeah. to date. 
They are growing so fast and so rapidly because of these charismatic feelings that they get. This faith, like, oh, but then they go home, and I guarantee you, when they go home on Wednesday, they're like, my back still hurts. So they go back, and they go back, and, and then they start it. saying, well, if you take this class, you didn't pray enough. They start telling you that junk that you didn't, you, well, you weren't in Scripture enough, so that's why your back hurts again. You're being punished by God. Stop it. A really good book for you guys to pick up and read is by Dr. MacArthur, and it's called Strange Fire. I have the book. I'll let you borrow did it sometimes. Did you read the whole thing? Yeah. I finally Front to did. back? Yeah. Nice. Finally read that one. I've had it for four years. And it's taken me three different times to start over. Hey, but it goes from the beginning to the end of the charismatic um, faith healing movement, when it started, who started it, why it started, what it does, why people are so attracted to it. If I could get that feeling every single week, I would probably. Yeah, it's just like a drug. Huh? It's yeah, for sure. Adrenaline mm -hmm. is a natural drug that your body produces when you when your body goes through trauma, mm -hmm. shock, and everything. You don't. It's like being in a un, knocked unconscious. When I broke my neck, my head hit the windshield so hard, I didn't feel a thing. Yeah. So when you got somebody putting the spotlight on you and everybody's jumping around and they're speaking like a bunch of crazy people, flopping around and oh, brother, brother, you're going to be like, oh, my back don't hurt no more. It don't hurt no more. And then if you, they take off, they do sprints around. I'm like, come on. Where in the Bible does it tell me that some preacher smacks somebody in the forehead, they jump up to their feet and run a 440? Yeah, it's not. And so I, you know, I pray for these guys because they are punching their card for a one-way ticket to hell. And I don't want that for anybody. Yeah. So I pray for them all the time. But like pastor says, you can't push wet noodles. And Jesus says, if they don't accept it, you got to dust them sandals off and move on to Keep the next. Going, yeah. Scripture tells us to, you, you can tell them once, twice, but after the third time, it, they're on their own. Mm -hmm. they've, they've already given in to their father, Satan. Or maybe not. We may not ever see them change their way. And I pray that they do. Because when the rapture happens, and I pray that I'm not the, sitting here, so if everybody disappears right now and me and Kevin are still right here recording... <laughs> The next seven years is going to suck. <laughs> yeah. But that's what, it, but so, and that's why this, the name Christian gets so tainted. Yeah. It gets so warped. So yeah. Then, then you think you look at it that way and the, the lot of people behind that claim that they can do this and it gets that whole hypocritical thing tag then it's just like yeah and then nobody wants to be a christian because they're mm -hmm. the weirdos that are flopping on the ground and running around in circles mm -hmm. i've watched documentary after documentary where christian men they they go and experience these different churches some of them claim to be christian men or whatever but they they want to go because everybody claims to be the true church so they go to pentecostal churches they go to um, catholic Catholic churches, they go to Mormon churches, Jehovah Witness churches, 
they go to different things um and legalistic churches do those churches and, allow you to come into them yeah oh yeah they're always because that's how they get new people i always wonder that because i have a lot of like i think they're like Mormon yeah churches you the can go to tall Mormon. peaks yeah and i've always wondered like if i were to walk in there with my son how would they how would i be greeted with open arms Really? And they would give you everything. They would ask you about your life, where you're from. They sit you down, have a talk with you. For instance, you know, not going too much into your story, but they could maybe say, uh, "Kevin, what's your financial situation like right now?" And then you, oh my, God. you know, if you're having problems, say, "Hey, listen, why don't you come see us a couple times this week? We're gonna baptize you. We're gonna baptize you, and then we're gonna write you a check. We're gonna." We're gonna we're going to take care of that. I don't know if that's every one, but it pretty much. That's great. So my uncle owns the majority of the rental homes in Peyton. And, uh, he had a single mom living in a trailer and this is great. This, if all of us acted like this, it would be, it would be a good thing. So single mom, kids couldn't pay her rent, couldn't put food on the table, struggling, working, uh, you know, two jobs, whatever. I don't know the complete story. Um, she goes to a Mormon church, gets baptized Mormon. They show up. You remember the bookmobile at school? Yeah. I and love the Yeah, you go out there and... Coolest thing ever. Yeah, you go in there and you can <clears throat> rent books and VHS tapes and whatever else. Yeah, dude. So the equivalent of the bookmobile, it's the Mormon mobile is what I called it. I don't know what... Pulls up, right? A guy gets out and goes to my uncle's office. And uh, says, hey, we're here to see this lady over here. Um, we know that she's fallen behind on her rent. How far behind is she? Nah, it's like a month. So, okay, so here's what we're going to pay for that month and then the next three months. And they cut it, my uncle a check from Latter-day Saints. And then they pulled up and they, the lady goes into the, the, the Mormon mobile. And it's got diapers. It's got wipes. It's got dry goods it's got canned foods it's got chicken and they say you know live chicken no 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 but frozen chicken yeah yeah um mac and cheese all that kind of stuff and they fill them cupboards and they fill that refrigerator and then they leave um then i think a year later it happened and they showed up and they paid a little bit more now they won't do this every day yeah or every month but that's how they get you in they baptize you. You go into the Book of Mormon, their Mormon baptism book or whatever. You're in the records. Even if you stop going, you're still. They still consider you a member. Um. Yeah. So they take care of their own. That's why their tithing is like a tax every year. When you're a yeah, member of the percentage. Mormon Church, you got to pay ten percent or whatever you made for the year. That's why they're the one of the richest churches. Besides Catholics, they're they're one of the wealthiest religions in the world, and so they can pay people's rent. They can build somebody a house if it burnt down. They can buy you a car. They can make sure you got food on the table. That's how they get you sucked in, kind of like the faith healing movement. Oh, your knee started hurting again. Well, I've got special anointed oils that. If you buy for nineteen ninety five, we'll send you a little vial of that for, you know, every month, and you just rub that on your knee, and you pray, and you're in good with God, and that knee's gonna be healed. 
Well, it does. You keep sending 1990 and these old women at home. Yeah. I didn't pray enough. That's why. I didn't do that. I didn't. Yeah. And and that's why the charismatic movement is so huge with youth because it's a rock concert. I'm, I remember I went to, I had experienced one of those one time, and I don't know if it's still like that or not, but you know that church on Fountain and Academy? that they did the they did the thorn out the last few years and they always have that big christmas light display right there on the corner fountain and academy i thought they did the thorn out the new light no nah, they haven't done that in a long time really yeah it's i went to see it at the springs springs first or springs church or whatever oh, okay it's on fountain and academy on the right hand if you're heading west it's on the right hand side big church when i was in high school i went with a girlfriend there that's where her family went and I will never forget me. Not I was wet behind the ears. I don't. I didn't go to churches, but I'd been to good churches. Mm-hmm. As far as I went to the this cowboy church of Peyton, my grandpa helped build with this pastor there. That Dave Shumpert is his name. Shout Still out there. to Dave. Yeah. No, he's not there no more. That church is now like New Wave Church or whatever. Hmm. But he's but in his eighties. Right there on Bradshaw. Yeah. Yeah. But it's now uh, New Era Church or something like. I don't know anything about it, but. Right. So I'd been to Bible teaching churches. I hadn't been to Rick's church yet, but I'd been to... so. And then I went there, and they had this awesome worship band. Everybody's standing up in this stadium-style seating. And on the wall was a bouncing ball. You follow along, and you could sing with the words. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, this is kind of cool. Yeah, all right, all right. Everybody's getting into it, and they're doing the hands, and I'm like... Yeah. And... Um, that went on for like over 30 minutes and then the pastor comes out with a briefcase opens up his briefcase and I don't even remember what he said because he was on to passing the offering plate and and asking for money and I don't I don't recall him getting into scripture at all opening a bible do you remember having a bible no but I don't know. It was in a briefcase, and he had a big pulpit, mm. suit and tie, young guy. But I remember him, you know, hey, blah, blah, but I don't remember a, a verse by verse yeah. breakdown of the Bible. What stuck with me though was how many times he asked to tithe and money and money for this and money for that and money. And I'm like, I never wanted to go back. He was trying to take all my cash. Right. And then I remember going to the youth group at that same church for a few times, which I was trying to win the heart of this young gal I was dating at the time. Oh, my gosh. Tons of kids in there. Seemed like 100 kids. I don't know if it was that. But they had a a youth band. It was the same thing. Hand in hand to my Lord. Raise your hands to the Lord. Yeah. And I'm like, these are weirdos. And they're just "Ah." Tears and, and I'm like, and then the girls over here, which was cool, and then the boys over here, and then he just asked. It wasn't biblical. They just asked personal questions of like, I'm not telling you that. How many of you guys are virgins in here? What? <laughs> How many guys are pornography and all that? And I'm like, I'm 15 years old. Which are those? I mean, but it was uncomfortable. Yeah. And I never wanted to go back to youth group after that. I never wanted to get into FCA because that's my high school experience with the church. 
I'm like, I'm not going to FCA where they can ask me personal Weird questions. questions like that. Yeah. Nobody ever opened a Bible. None of the kids brought a Bible to youth group. Dang. They had all the cool T-shirts and the not of this world the, the and swag, swag. <coughs> yeah, they knew all the words to all those songs, but yeah. I don't know. But those are things that get people turned off the term Christianity because of bad experiences. Some people are hurt by the religion they were in. Some people were just like, this is dumb. Or they got into a group of friends that thought that that wasn't cool. And yeah, and it's, it's rough. I, you know, I, I was for the most part growing up raised in these small town country churches. I don't remember a lot of them. I remember going to a church once that was, Protestant and the pe- preacher was very, I don't remember. He was yelling a lot. He yelled a lot. Like he was very passionate about it. And I remember being like, that guy is crazy. Like, I don't, that was right down the road over here. Yeah. And when I was a kid, Rick didn't have a church yet. I think they started doing their church at the Callahan school. And then they finally got this building. But 1999, right? Mm-hmm. I went to a, all the this, VBSs and stuff. 1999, I was a freshman in high school. So, yeah, I wasn't going to churches anymore. Hmm. And then uh, I remember I only knew Rick from he was the funeral guy. He did everybody's funerals. Yeah. Either sing at him. Yeah, sang or and he'd preach at him. But. So I get it why people are like, I'm not being labeled a a Christian, but once you can accept and you have a relationship and you start following Christ and you're not doing it for anybody else, but yourself and Christ and you want to disciple people, like when you accept that, it changes your whole mindset of I'm just... I'm trying to have build a relationship with Christ. Yeah, it's like it's what it means to you. I'm not following yeah. man-made rules. But that's still like important though because I think a big uh, movement too is like I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. But yeah, that, I didn't say I mean, you know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? You have to follow the rules mm-hmm. in this book, but yeah. this is all God breathed. This is this entire book was inspired by God, not by man, by God. Yeah. Every word in this book was inspired by God. God breathed. So when you start getting into religions that have extra books, that's inspired by man. And and we're not in this to follow the rules of man. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we have laws. I'm not saying we're all anarchists. You have to. I'm talking about your spiritual growth with the Lord in man-made rules. When they tell you it's you're not praying enough, or you're you're not tithing enough, or you're not confession and you're not doing your rosary and you're not doing things. I seen a, a thing at the grocery store today that caught my eye, but I, I, I wanted to take a picture of it with my phone, but I didn't want people to be like, what are, what you? are you doing? man?" Yeah, and it was on the community board. You should take a picture. And it says, uh, it's community. I was reading it as somebody wrote it in Sharpie and it said, uh, what are you doing? April 20th. And if immediately I thought, Oh, 420, what are they advertising here? Well, it was, uh, Come pray with us. And I'm like, oh, what is this? Where? And it's, it's got like, why? To pray with us. Where? Peyton Cemetery. And I'm like, and it, and it said, for what? For all the poor souls. 
come pray the rosary with us at Peyton Cemetery on April 20th to pray for the lost and poor souls. And I'm like, is this kind of like how the Mormons do the baptism of the dead? Well, what is that? They'll, they'll go through the obituaries, and, and if it doesn't show that you had any like religious backgrounds or anything like that, they think they, they can, after you die, they can pray you into heaven. So Dang. they'll do all this. They call it the baptism of the dead. So they'll baptize you Mormon after you've died. They just do these Metaphorically. prayers. Yeah. Because they believe they, they can save you. See, I came up in topic tonight. Yeah, we're not we're not the ones saving anybody. We can't do anything. Yeah, we're not. We're just. We can't, man. It's it's hard because you sit there and you try and do it your way, and you think you can save yourself, man. No, you, you can't. can't. No. I don't know about anybody else, but for me, man, I always get myself into trouble. Yeah. When I think I know what I I got something figured out. Yeah, we're all knuckleheads, so that's. I mean, that's just, that's it. Yeah. But, yeah, so I saw that and I'm like, like, that's weird. Like, you're just going to stand in the cemetery and count, and then pray in the rosary with the beads? Oh, and the bottom of it says, or it says, why? Because, how did they say, the mother of God commanded us to? Or God's mother told us to, or okay. they're saying Mary because that's a huge Catholic thing. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm, I guess I missed that. That's part. something I never understood. And then, I mean, Catholic Bibles have different books in it too. Oh, really? Yeah, because one time I when I bought some of these tabs, index tabs. It was for a Catholic Bible. Yeah, and I didn't know, but I'm like, oh, there's all these other books. I don't, and I'm like. And then I finally, and yeah, it was a, it's got the same one, but then there was extras. And so, and then I, so I Googled it and it's like, well, yeah, it's in the Catholic Bible, different books. And I'm like, here we go. Dang, dude. Like, if you think you're going to get prayed into heaven, like you're on the wrong path right now. If you don't have a relationship with Christ, you don't surrender to Christ and you don't, follow Christ then ain't nobody else can do that for you mm-hmm. it's just weird people see that think that that's wrong that that's not the way yeah uh, yeah they're very passionate about it I mean if we could get just as many people to be as passionate about having a relationship with Christ as they are passionate about Catholicism or Mormonism or Jehovah right, because it's just like you said. I mean, they're they're not going out and beating people up. They're going and paying rent yeah. and feeding, yeah, single I mean, mothers and kids. That the Bible tells provide, us we need but, to take care of the widows, yeah, and the orphans. But a lot of us are sitting on our hands. Yeah, it's not my problem, right? A lot of us are just sitting on our hands just coming up with different ways to argue on social media. Yeah. Hey, that's a big issue. Trying to prove a point. There's not, the only point that needs to be proven is, do you have a relationship with Christ? Do you know Jesus Don't push your religious ideologies on me because it's not going to work. You want to have a discussion about Christ? We can do that. Yeah. But 
other than that, I'm not here to, you're not going to sell us on your religion. Some bill of goods. Yeah. You know, I'm going to still, I'm still going to fly that Christian flag in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Because what it means to us is, is Christ. Yeah. We're, we're followers of Christ. Mm -hmm. And he's the only one. He's only the way, the truth and the life. I don't see how that's derogatory or racist or. Yeah. That, that came up in topic today too. It was like the beliefs like of every, I think all these churches other than some of the progressive ones against, you know, just the sins of the flesh and right. You know, you know, homosexuality and transgender and, and those are heavy hitting words nowadays and I know that yeah. you know it's like you say those and people are like what did you yeah 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 you hate them no no pray for them and yeah it's just it's everything is so polarizing and I get it people are like I don't want to be labeled this but but then everything's labeled but we speak in labels and titles and words yeah it's what humans do yeah yeah, it's like it, that to me. That that argument of like, no, nah, I'm I'm not going to be labeled. I'm I not get be it. Labeled that. Well, you're I, a, I get you're it, a man, dude. so first off, you've been labeled a man. I guess well, no, that's up for debate today. But that's what I'm saying, dude. It's. But if you if you don't say that a label is a valid label, then you're you're a hater of that label, or it's just so convoluted, man. What is right, Adam? I don't know. That's what is right. You do. Christ. Know. There's only one thing. Yeah. And it's just like, but we become the bad guy. Well, you know, what did he say to the disciples? Because they hated me. Yeah. First they hated me. Now yeah. they will hate you. So take up your cross and follow me daily. That's, yeah, see, that's that was our, one, that man. was what Bible study was. What we last were on night. last night was, what does it mean to take up your cross? What does that mean to uh, deny self? Hardest, one of the hardest things to do as a, as a human, as a man. As, I can speak to it as a man. Yeah. Deny yourself? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Ain't you nobody put, oh, you put that do. pride away. You put that pride away. You know what happens someone told me that? No. I used to, I was, when I was young, man, I always was out looking for fights. We were kind of opposite of that. And yeah. nowadays, I I don't have that, that chip. No. It's the, like, brother, if you want to punch me, you can, but I'm not going to fight you back. No, it's. You know, like, you want to flex and. Oh, yeah, that's a like, good one to bring up to people when, when Christ says. If they smack you on your right cheek, oh, turn the other the one left, and give them left. Dude. And my friends are like, well, you've know, lost I, your mind. I say it now, and it's like, dude, will you do that in the moment? We've had this conversation before, but. Yeah, and because they always want to bring up, you know, eye for an eye. And I'm like, well, that was the Old Testament covenant. And then Christ came. And he says, uh, if they hit you on the right, give them your left. Why? Because <laughs> he was talking about. If they sue you for your coat, or they sue you for the shirt off your back, give them your coat. Yeah. <laughs> give them all your clothes. Yeah, on. just. Yeah, that was another one that um, 
It's in the, and, and I don't know the correct the script, but it was, uh, if anyone asks for something and you have it, give it to them. <laughs> and that was a hard, I'm like, what are you what? talking about? So, cause during that time I worked with a bunch of, uh, ragtag individuals and let's say I had $40 and somebody would say, and that's all I had, but they would say, Hey man, can I borrow five bucks? And I'd be like, and that scripture would go in my head, but you know, if they ask for it and you have it, give it to them. And I'm like, no, obviously I took that way out of context. You, say, you know, obviously you got to take care of yourself too. Do you, but, got, do you got change? <laughs> well, yeah. And I'm just like, well, here, so, you know, you got to be careful with that too, because, oh, yeah. That doesn't mean, oh, well, I have 20, so I can give them five. Well, you got to put 20 in your gas tank, mm-hmm. so you don't have five. But, yeah, you know, Christ, if they ask and you have it, then give it to them. Do so you, if they come to your house and they're hungry and you got food, give it to them. Has that ever happened to you? Somebody come to my house? No, I live <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere. No, just like someone asking something from you. Oh, all the time. Dude, I was a sucker. Especially when I was in my early 20s. I was living on my own t- uh, 1920s. Not in the oh, 1920s. Yeah, but so, yeah. People would always 19. ask to stay in my house. <laughs> stay at my house. Yeah. Stay at my house. Uh, they would ask to stay. And then they would stay and stay. And how, never how pay rent. Uh, they would I would. They would eventually just leave. Thank goodness. You stop showering? No. I give them everything. And then... Um, yeah, a lot of people ask for money. They take your bed? <laughs> no. No, I never had nobody do that. But, um, we have had people ask for lots of things. And I'm like, why? You know, God loves a generous giver. Yeah. But you got to take care of yourself, too. I mean, you, that's, those are scriptures that could be so. Yeah, misconstrued. Yeah. When he was saying, I give to your church and people that are helping you grow in Christ. Yeah. You know, people, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a theological genius, so could be yeah, wrong on all that. And people, theologian. MacArthur's at home right now, like, you're an idiot. And I hope they take your channel back. Uh, we're just a couple of knuckleheads trying to get through the Bible and and do it the best we can and yeah. hopefully bring some more knuckleheads up with us. But, yeah, no, I got taken advantage 99% of my life because I was way too generous. I couldn't say no. Yeah, now me thinking about it, too. It's like, yeah, you don't really – you don't think about it. No. You just do. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Monty said one of the nicest things to, about me last night. I've heard he? in a long time. One of the questions we had in the men's study, uh, I can't remember the wordage of it, but it was more or less like we, it got into the topic of, you know, when your life changes for Christ and this, this, and that. Bored again. People, um, and I had said something, and I and it was almost like a, you know, Amani saying, Hey bro. But I was talking like, you know, a lot of my, your, 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 your circle changes and you lose friends and you gain friends. And 
and then the friends that kind of stick around and they see for what and they think that you're just doing this as a fluke you had some bad times so you're on this jesus wagon yeah. so you're doing this and that and they and then um you know and then they they call me pastor tip now most of my friends that i drove truck with and, and stuff like that and so in the beginning when i would go over to you know watch football or go to a lunch with those guys they would all make jokes like don't be cussing around pastor tip here we can't be doing this no more and oh my gosh holier than thou guy and and then i'm like I hated that mm-hmm. now i look at it like well that's exactly what christ does through you mm-hmm. to where people true. don't want to act a certain way around you because of that and so i and then i was like well you know but I get discouraged because I can't, you know, a lot of my friends don't see it for what it really is and take it seriously and they Mm -hmm. don't do. And Monty was like, Hey, bro, if they can't see it, there's nobody in this room that reflects the love of Christ more than you do. And I was like, what? And he's like, so if they don't see it, man, they're just blind and they're not going to see it. (laughs) All right. Thank you. But yeah, no. And when, when you hear people say that it's encouraging. Yeah. You know, it it is encouraging because ultimately that's all I'm trying to do yeah. is reflect Christ. Yeah. Reflect the disciples and their all that they you know, all the wonderful things that they do. They're with their service, with each one of them has a special spiritual gift that they have and, and you know, I want that to show through me. I'm not gonna have all those gifts, but you know, the ultimate goal is to really have Christ radiate off of you. And that's through service and that's through Bible studies and discipleships and, you know, all that kind of stuff that we do that a lot of people lecture me on. Don't get burnt out. Don't get burnt out. And I'm like, well, how do you continue to grow if you just say, I don't want to get burnt out, so I'm just going to stop. Yeah. And when you're really passionate about this, I don't know. I, you know, yeah, we have rough days where we don't necessarily want to come in and deal with a bunch of screaming teenagers, but God, God pushes us through. Uh, he always makes us through. Man. And then, he, and then something happens like tonight and a bunch of new kids come in and it's like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It kind of turned the whole thing around where Christ humbles us and say, this isn't about you two. Mm-hmm. You, oh, you're having a bad day? You're having a bad week? Well, this isn't about you. You guys wanted me to help you. Yeah. You told me to search you guys and pull it out of you. Yeah. Well, it's not going to be sunshine and rainbows every week and or every day. You guys are still human, and you're going to have stuff happen. Yeah. And it's going to be hard, but here we are and it's only by the grace of God yeah that we are here and we've gave you know we gave we gave God hard enough time growing up yeah that he's like oh now we're gonna do some things I wanna do mm-hmm. and that's and that's all God I mean if it wasn't then there would have been an empty room tonight we would have sent two kids home early and then came up here and knocked this out and went home listening to sad music or no music at all and then going home and going to bed saying we're gonna yeah 
I, dude, we're the same way when it comes to that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But what did God do? He had a whole family come through the door excited to meet us and yeah. learn about our program yeah. because they seen our flyer or were on Facebook or were on wherever because they went to our website and signed up. Yeah. That's God. That was, you know, the, oh, yeah. the yeah. whole time that we were trying to set this youth program up, all the deacons and the pastors said, you know, if God wants it to happen, he'll make it happen. And mm-hmm. right when we least expect it, I sat in a dentist chair for four hours today with Christ-centered dentistry. Really? The yeah, because I have the hat and the lady that was get- Oh, don't ever be afraid to talk about Jesus in here. We love Jesus in here. We like talk scripture and better. Go to the dentist. Uh, Jared Dastrup, DDT. Is that how you say that? Dentist? DDT. Oh. And I believe. I just learned something new. I don't know. I, I kind of I might have, but I got the. DDT. But. Um, dentist. I think he's a Mormon, but the rest of the ladies in there aren't. Well, the Mormons still believe in Christ. Right, right. And they're all dentists and lawyers. You could probably ask her. No. You go to his office and see a picture of Joseph Smith hanging. No, dude, there. nobody does in-person things anymore oh, at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Like what? My div- I'm surprised my your dentist lawyer. appointment wasn't virtual, bro. No, it wasn't. I felt that every bit of it. They filled all the cracks in my teeth today. Oh uh, yeah. And they Did they that, numb you up? Just over here because they use that little sandblaster machine thing. Oh, man, particle sandblaster. And and it's not the drill. It just it takes longer, but it like blasts that stuff out. Like where your, my teeth were cracked, obviously decay goes this in there. New. I don't know. I've been in but it didn't hurt. But this side it was a little sensitive, so he's like, "All right," and then my whole face was like that big, nah. just on the bottom, like this part of my jaw, and it stops right there. And then, but four hours of that, and then they cleaned it. Nice. I got there at nine. I left after one o'clock. Well, I'm not, I bet tomorrow my jaw is going to be sore, which I'm going to go to work with two gentlemen that are going to want to talk about a lot of nonsense. My jaw is going to hurt and they're going to begin to think that I'm a jerk. Are you praying that whole time? Yeah. On my way to work Mm -hmm. and on my way home. I'm, I've got myself on the ritual now. If as soon as my head comes off that pillow or as soon as my eyes open in my bedroom, in my head. I'm not an out loud prayer yet because <laughs> I like You're I, good I, at it when well no that's with a group of guys but when I'm in my bedroom by myself and my wife's brushing her teeth and I'm in there like well God please help me not to be so frustrated with these idiots you know I'll, I don't say that in my yeah, head, by yourself I don't think I do that I it's all in my head and I've always wondered I'm like is that okay to do in your head but if he can read your thoughts then why not no when you're by yourself yeah I know I mean there's I think there's times when I've been but so that's what we all do during communion when he's like, oh, let's do some reflecting. Oh, yeah, you're talking to it, God. The, the whole congregation was talking to be like. did sound like tongue. Bro. So, yeah, I've been really good. I've, I've, I'm on a good streak of eyes open. Like, okay, Father God. And I, I'm always, I don't know, I think I need to be more specific in my prayers like Scripture says you can be, mm-hmm. you know, let your your thoughts, your your wants, and everything. Let them be known to Christ, mm-hmm. instead of the the whole 
you know, and it's, I still going to pray like this, but instead of the, Hey, lead me in the ways everlasting, make my path straight, be the lamp for my feet, all that stuff. I throw scripture in there and, you know, I started saying, search my soul. And then Tim's like, Oh, you might want to be careful with that one. And I'm like, why? Cause you might not like what he shows you. Your souls are treacherous. So I, you know, I still do, but, and then I'll pray like, you know, use me as your tool today. Use me somehow. Use me when I get to work <laughs> and then I get there and it's like, use me, please. And it's my own evil mind yeah. that takes over, you know. And and I love people, but I don't know why I'm being tested so hard with these very simple fellows. They need Jesus too. I get it. I need to just, but oh man, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's depressing. It is really. What, had an what, effect. A, what about it gets depressing? Just the fact that it's relentless. Yeah. And it's just and not, you seem like, it seems because like I come no here way. with this group of guys and, and this and atmosphere so loving and, and just, yeah, open. not only that, but we we're clicking on kind of the same wavelengths yeah. to the, to an extent we all got one same, same team, same dream kind of deal. And then I get there and it's like, nah, nah, nah. not clicking. And I'm and I and I try to to do it. Lord gives. I pray for them patience. Yeah. I know it's not easy, but I also know you can't push wet noodles. Well, if all I'm doing is jumping into a bowl of spaghetti at work every day, I don't know what I'm supposed to I do. I want to swim in a pool full of noodles. <laughs> yeah, you know where that's from? Yeah, it's an uh, Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> no, uh, oh, Patch Adams. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. With the with the. Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Yeah. I want to swim in a pool full of noodles. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so I, you know, it. I don't know. My wife tells me sometimes I'll find a new job. Oh, great! But it's also, I, I with a new job, I'm not going to have these opportunities. I mean, we always will have the opportunities, and, and it doesn't matter where you go, especially praying what you're praying. Well, if I work at nights. Oh, dude, you're gonna get the worst of them. Well, that's. I used why. to work swing shifts, bro. Yeah. Well, you know what's when I look back, it, it's just it's crazy. Time is crazy. Yeah. You get these opportunities, and and most of them pass me by. Yeah. Because I'm not there with my eyes open, praying to the Lord, in my head. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now, when you do that, you find those moments where you're like, oh. Dear Lord, please. Yeah. And he gives you, he, he'll, he'll answer you. Oh, yeah, for sure. But you find yourself doing it about 100 times in about two minutes. Yep. You know? But it's like, yeah, I mean, we only live one life and our lives are just a little blink. So those opportunities yep. that come your way, if you're praying to God, then you need to take them. Yeah. And not for your glory. No, for his. Mm-hmm. It's your moment to just to just tell someone about how great he is. How many times does that pass us up? And I don't know about you, but for me, man, I'm like, 
Just yeah, you ever think about when Rick wants us to go to the mall and stand at the front doors and yeah, go dude. down the hallways and <clears throat> just talk to ask people if they want to talk about Jesus? Mm-hmm. Yes, dude. Part of me wants to do that so bad, but then there's another part of me I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're yeah, the same no, way. because you know why? Because I ran from those people. Even when I was coming to church six years ago, I didn't want to talk to them, and there would always be those prison guys that were in Walmart that looked like they were the roughest guys, you know, tattoos and big ears and not big ears, but the holes in their ears, all that. Yeah, and 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 they just and they they'd walk around, and then they you you could just know that they'd look at you, and you'd be like, no. And so I'd go down this aisle and go down, and then they'd always catch me. Hey, brother. Hey, uh. You got a minute where we can maybe talk about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ or what God has done for us, what God can do for you. You know, I don't know what what agenda they're on, what what the, what church they're and maybe there's not. And hey, can we just read you a, a couple of scriptures? And I'm like, uh, I, I already go to a church. Okay, mm-hmm. can we share some scripture with you? Share what's on our heart. All right. And so why I get snurped because I was that guy. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to be the other guy. Hey, mm-hmm. man, you want to, can I share what's, you know, what Jesus has done for me? Yeah. That's kind of funny because at work this past month, it's security awareness month. Yeah. And each week we have something planned every day. Mm-hmm. And so I think on the second week I was on Tuesday, I went out into a lo- lobby Mm-hmm. Set up a table, had some swag, swag, mm-hmm. and then had like a little questionnaire on my my laptop. And people walk by, hey, you want to test your security knowledge? And they look at me and be like, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, right. you sure? You want a bumper you sticker? Look, you look like you're smart, man. I got swag here. Put you in a raffle too. At the end of the month, we need seventy five dollars. Well, I'm not giving you my email address, so you guys can bug me every month. Yeah. No, luckily they're all employees, so I can bug them anyways. Oh, okay. But, but yeah, it gets like I I am I taking the approach where I kind of challenge them in a in a in a nice way. Like, hey, let's see how good you're. You, you guys you got some security knowledge. You smart. They're like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm literally your security guy. Like, what is this? It's a challenge. Answer these questions. We get some swag. They're like, I'm going to lunch now. Is this going to get into my time? I got quite a few people when I did it. And then we had a big event today. And, you know, people just coming in. And, yeah. You know, you like thinking about that. I'm talking to them about work. Yeah. And I can get there and I can hold them in a conversation for five, ten minutes. Uh, yeah. It's like, why can't I do that for Christ? Well, I guess we're still driving home with sad music on. <laughs> I just, those opportunities are there so I know. much more it's than we... You just got to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And that's what this was for me this whole week is like, yeah, you got to be brave enough to just say, hey, how you doing, buddy? And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But they all work for you. Yeah, they. I mean, it's a little bit easier to know them. They all have seen me and know That'd be them. like me going to the power plant. 
So see, that would be worse though, because they, yeah, cause I don't know any of them and they don't work for me. I'm just a contractor and they'll probably kick me off the plant. No, I bet you would. No, I bet but you someone would stop and avoid it. would be well. like, you ever put soap in water with a bunch of pepper in it and then the pepper goes. What? Yeah. Next time you do that, there's a cool science experiment with your that son. That sounds really cool. You put, you got a bowl of just water and take a pepper shaker and you shake bunch of pepper in there it doesn't have to be thick just enough to scatter around. around the top and you drop a drop of soap in there just dawn dish soap in the middle and all of it goes <laughs> straight to the edges yeah because soap and water don't mix well yeah i guess so if i do i'll be like tell my son it's magic yeah or you can take like a toothpick and put like dip it in the soap and then just touch it with a toothpick and then it'll. Mm-hmm. You're pretty smart, Adam. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I got. Yeah. Till next week. Did you have any verses that popped out at you this week? Now we'll tackle that next week. I just wanted to talk about what Christianity meant to yeah, us. Yeah, dude, Christ. Yeah. So keep it Christ-centered. Chris, Christ in you. What is it, Christendom? I don't know. You know, Rick said that one time. I was like, man, that was really cool. Yeah, I know. I forget all the cool things he says. He says so many cool things. I know. <laughs> yeah, keep it, keep it Christ-centered. Christ, dude, at the center. And if you're going to talk about it, be about it. Yeah.